0: In this wide world of
1: sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now before we do this, let's go
2: over the ground rules.
1: This is the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about, and some you haven't. how do
2: you do that? Actually,
1: I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker, with Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, Daily Ticker time here on a Flop Shot Friday, but it's also a fast break Friday. It is NBA All-Star Weekend. The Portland Trail Blazers taking a little bit of time off. Lillard's going to be playing in the game and shooting in the three-point contest. Let's talk about the first half and more with our good friend, Eric Gunderson, at Blazer Banter on Twitter, of the Bulls v. Blazers podcast and newsletter. Go check it out and subscribe. Uh, Gunderson, good morning to you. It's great to catch up with you. How we feeling, man? Anfernee Simons goes down, up and down first half, and now you're without, you know, you would argue your second best player right for for a couple of weeks here just what's the what are the vibes in Eric Gunderson's mind right now around the Portland Trailblazers
2: I mean it's it's tough right now because you lose Ant and you know he's been even when Dame was out he was having big games scoring a lot of points and now even more than it's been for the past month or two it's just it's going to be more on Dame to uh, make things happen and try to get the Blazers in the playoffs. If that's, you know, I think that's still what, what he's trying to do.
3: Yeah. But Gandhi, I mean, look, I, I love Dame. Dame has done a lot of things when I didn't think he could, or they could, Uh, the injury might not be as devastating as we initially thought this team wasn't even good when he was playing. Like they're just not good. And I know the West is not amazing, especially I think at the back end, but, If you were to wager, would you wager on them making the playoffs or ultimately hitting the tank at the very end of the year again?
2: Right now, I'd say they'd probably miss it. Yeah, I I would say they'd probably miss the playoffs at this point. Um, I thought they would make the playoffs earlier in the season. um, But right now, with the injuries, the way they're playing defensively, and, I mean, look, I I think – whether they tank or not will take care of itself in that immediate, like set five to seven games after the break.
1: Yeah, you get an immediate look at it coming out of the All-Star break. We're talking with Eric Gunderson, Blazer Banter, at Blazer Banter on Twitter, Bulls v. Blazers uh, podcast. The trade deadline, I think Gundy was a weird one where I I had like two different feelings in my head at the same time. Part of me is frustrated. You want more. Dame wants to win. You're trying to capitalize on that timeline while also acknowledging that maybe that deal wasn't out there and moving on from certain players to acquire more assets was probably the the best course of action. Uh, And then you had the whole warrior, you know, drama BS going on at the same time as well. But uh, the reaction to the trade deadline from you because I know I, I I went back and forth. I think I settled on I'm okay with it because they, they, you know they put themselves in a position to make a move this off season. But how did you feel about the deadline now that it's come and gone?
2: You know, Dirt. I I think it was similar in the sense that yeah, you 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 wanted to try and you wanted to get a second star, but the reality of it was they didn't have the ability to access their picks they weren't able to make that happen and and picks were the cost of doing business to make big moves happen at the deadline and i thought that honestly they did a good job of getting a first for josh hart which you know all, a lot of the rumors were like a bunch of second round picks and maybe a a prospect that you would get and the fact that they got a prospect in in cam reddish and also get a first round pick is is good and also you know that pick could be used down the line. Let's say these guys miss the playoffs and they keep their pick. They still have to unlock that Chicago pick. And then that Knicks pick becomes even more useful down the line to potentially say, Hey, Chicago, you might not get a pick at all. Here's a non lottery first, which is the best you could have done anyway and give us our pick back. And now we're, we're good to go. And then Portland can start using their picks to Package them together, package pick swaps, like all those things that get big deals done, they didn't have the ability to do that yet. And so I thought the fact that they traded players that they recently acquired in Hart and Peyton and were able to get on the plus side assets wise of those deals is great because, for instance, the 2019 20 season. Uh, Neal Shea gets Kent Bazemore in the offseason mm-hmm. Ends up having to salary dump him And with two picks <laughs> Two second round picks For the honor of having Trevor Ariza On the team Yeah, And, and you know and, and so like Yeah it wasn't like ideal They didn't make ma- major upgrades But they made some changes And they came out on the plus side of the assets You know move it, So I, I thought that it, it was Like you saying, in dirt they set themselves up in a much better position to potentially make a move for a second star caliber player in the off season.
3: Yeah, I find it odd, Gundy. It, it feels like it, it feels like some of us are drawing comparisons and and we're acting like they're you know comparable to what Joe has done compared to Neil. Whereas like Neil got a a, a decade and and Joe's been here like maybe a year in this position. I don't know if Joe's going to be good and do the right thing with those assets, but I. I find the whole comping, hey, the last guy did this and this guy's doing that, like, I don't know. I just I find that whole thing to to personally be a little weird. Now, let me ask you, let's not go Joe here. How do you feel? How am I supposed to feel about Chauncey Billups? Like, their their defense, like, Terry was fired because their defense was bottom five. They're bottom five defensively. Terry was fired despite their offense being, you know, top 12 in the league. They're top 12 in the league. They're the same team. With Chauncey Billups, like where are you at with Chauncey right now?
2: Yeah, you know, I I I, I, uh, I'm, 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 I am a little confused. It feels like the the points being scored are just coming in different ways than they used to. It's a lot more open corner threes. It's a lot more of, of, of like you know hard rotations and and then just giving something up on the back end because they're not connected and yeah i i i I, you know i i'm a little confused about uh what is going on with him and nasir little uh i i i don't think there's anything like beef or anything it's just like it does seem like nasir isn't getting on the floor and has been here for a while and I, i thought that he you know uh has shown enough to to get playing time i get that reddish is a bigger guy so I, I understand maybe going in that direction. But, uh, I, I you know, I do applaud him for going to more just like give Dame the ball and pick and roll and let him cook because their offense was stagnating for a little bit there. And, uh, you know, I, I like what he's done with Trenton Watford, going to him more. But, yeah, you know, it hasn't been like this, like – one thing I think that is just a takeaway is that I do think a lot of times – whereas Portland always had, like, a set style of play with Terry Stotts, like you knew what you were going to get. I do feel as though the Blazers really adjust to their opponents a lot more, which I think sometimes can lead to, like, a lack of, like, what who are you as a basketball team if it changes every single night based on who you're playing. And it's a matchup space league, which is important, but I do think there is something to be said for being who you are on a nightly basis and i think that the stocks teams definitely had that even though they had their 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 drawbacks and their shortcomings they always had an identity of who they were and i think one of my critiques right now is i still don't know who these guys are Mm. as a group um even as for as much as the style for the style of play and what they do on a nightly basis it's like game i can take to the bank the team as a group i don't understand i don't really see an identity still. And I think Chauncey's trying to get that, but it's, I've not seen it yet.
1: Yeah, that's a fair criticism for sure. We're talking about uh, Eric Gunderson Bulls v Blazers podcast at Blazer Banter on on Twitter. Last one for me for you, Gundy. I don't know if Spray guys anything else, but uh, we, we're getting you're 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 a man of the people. The fans love you, and you're getting listener questions now at the fan text line. And somebody's <laughs> Gundy's great. Gundy, he's the best man. He is. He's once came on the show on the toilet, and we'll always love him for it. I just like to believe he's always on the toilet. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, him. me too. There's it is, it is a bit of a toilet vibe in the background yeah. of the sound. I, I think you can hear the echoes there. Somebody said, you know, it, it, and I, Gundy, I've had a hard time answering this one too because I. I'm not quite as pessimistic about the next year or so as some, and I don't really know how to put my finger on why that is. Maybe it's just simply it's not Neil O'Shea in charge anymore. But, like, we, Blazer fans have been sold that bill of goods for, a, like, oh, oh, don't worry, next year. Oh, this off season, management. Don't yeah, worry, we got to right. ask next year is the year we're going to do it. And Joe, to, I mean, he did it at his press conference, right, a week ago whenever it was, saying, hey, you know, we're in a position. We're ready to go all in. Like, we got those picks. You mentioned how you can get out of that Chicago uh, pick conundrum potentially this summer. But somebody's just simply asking, like, for a lot of frustrated fans, it feels like the same thing over and over and over again. What's different about this time with the same conversation of let's kick the can down the road?
2: Uh, I I just I just think that given where the team is at, where Dame is at is in his career, yes, Joe Cronin is the general manager, but we all know the ownership situation is very fluid. Like it just seems like there's a lot more incentive for Joe Cronin in this position and he's already shown it to roll the dice and not just and and by roll the dice I mean not just package a couple of draft picks together to move up in the draft, to actually make a gamble and bet on Damian Lillard and bet on him and i think that with the ownership situation being kind of in flux like if a new owner comes in like who knows what is going to happen to the front office so like to me it's kind of they're in a position where they've got to do right now and i and i think that it's that that to me is why i believe that this is a little bit different than years past Um, because he's also just has, I think more of a proclivity to like want to do this and want to make a bet on Dame and, and, and really go for it instead of, you know, um, always being afraid to kind of mortgage some of the future because, uh, 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 because of Portland being the market that it is or whatever. I think uh, Joe Cronin has a little bit more of a, you know a willingness to try that and that that's just my opinion but i think that's what is different also i think the ownership situation might play a factor in it as well yeah. uh
3: one yeah. word answers and you got to go like no explanation they trade anthony simons this summer and who's the league mvp
2: yes and i think joe allen bead right now is my mvp Just because of how great the Sixers have played lately.
1: Okay, there you go. Blazer banter on Twitter. Give him a follow. Eric Gunderson. Subscribe to the Bulls v Blazers podcast and uh, the Blazer Banter newsletter and podcast as well. Great stuff as always. Thanks for waking up for us on the uh, early in the morning on a Friday. Enjoy All Star Weekend, and we'll catch up again soon.
0: Thanks, guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?